If you've been keeping up with us mentionables, you know that Colin and I got to spend a little bit of time in Sin City back last year. We have a very awesome opportunity with our career to go out and do some things with friends when we have a little bit of off time. Oh, for sure. And we ended up making our way to Hoover Dam. And, uh, you know, Nevada is full of just, like, weird stories in general. And I never knew that Hoover Dam in particular had... I don't know. Just it's got a weird like it's background, weird, weird like <laughs> stories surrounding it everywhere, and even on site, I remember us reading some plaques where we were like, "What? What are you aliens?" Like yeah, it, it, things just kept getting weirder while we were there. It was yeah, a really I remember good time when you guys uh, initially texted me with this idea, where you, you were like, "Yeah, we're gonna do a mentionable mystery on Hoover Dam at some point," and I just thought, "Hoover Dam." Like, I know, what a right? strange <laughs> destination to choose for a mentionable mystery, but all right. And we ended up making our way to uh, Lake Mead as well, which, you know, I'm sure all of that will come up a little bit more during the mentionable mystery, but it's actually a top, uh, a, a, like, rated one of the top places to go scuba diving due to, like, some of the things that are in the lake. <laughs> Welcome back to Not To Mention, I am Josh. I'm Ryan. And I'm Colin. And I've got a, a little story. I'm going to take you on a little stroll through Imagination Land. Yeah, we're <laughs> by the campfire again. Yeah, campfire story. <laughs> Ghost story. You're a security guard working an after-hours shift at the Hoover Dam. It's a boring, lonely job filled with long walks through seemingly endless corridors. Each half of the dam's offices is a mirror image of the other. Everything just kind of blends together after a while. You've settled into your monotonous nightly routine when suddenly something catches your ear. Faint at first, it grows louder. The unmistakable sound of footsteps on concrete. Without skipping a beat, your conscience starts screaming at you. There isn't supposed to be anyone else here. For a moment, you're frozen, but you force yourself to calm down and walk towards the footsteps. My butt's clenching. That is your job, after all. Yeah, I was going to say, you better. You're a security guard. What, is, what good are you? <laughs> <laughs> it's probably just another worker that forgot something in the corridor at Hoover Dam. But suddenly, the footsteps stop, and as you walk further and further down the hall, you see nothing. No sign of anyone anywhere. Were you just hearing things, or was it something otherworldly? Hun, hun, hun! That's pretty spooky. So, it's surprisingly difficult to find super specific ghost stories, but something that happens often in those corridors down there is people hearing footsteps and seeing apparitions with old-timey clothes on. Um, so that was, like, kind of my way of, you know, putting us in that situation without actually having a specific story. Right. I don't I, even I, know I, if I, guards walk the hallways that have offices in them at night. Yeah. But, yeah. you know. Are there offices in the overdue? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I do have one specific example. Um, 
I found an episode of the Ghost Hunters on Hoover Dam, and I I regretfully watched it, and it it did me absolutely no good for this episode at all. <laughs> <laughs> Just a bunch Poor of source. people like, oh my god, did you hear that? Yeah, yeah, and I you know I thought I I, I knew going into it, I was like, this is a mistake. This is not gonna. But I thought you know I want to I want to like explore everywhere I can for sources, you know, for information on this stuff and stories, and it did not produce anything. You would think they would at least have, like, a ghost story about a certain individual or something. Like, you know, Screamin' Jack Jones or some shit. Right. Screamin' Jack Jones. All right. Yeah, that actually sounds like a good story. Honestly, the uh, most, like, specific they got, and it was the same thing that I read on the internet, almost verbatim, was just moaning and groaning is all that they said. <laughs> Dude, that's it. <laughs> just a lot of moaning and groaning. Just a lot of moaning and groaning when you go to the Hoover Dam. <laughs> it's just the moan and groans of all those vacationers disappointed about the stop they decided to make. <laughs> Which I'm, I'm kidding, actually. Hoover Dam was crazy. It was cool. Yeah. No, I'd love to go after all of the research. I, I definitely want to go. Built during the height of the Great Depression, it's... Uh, it's made of about 5 million barrels of cement. Damn. 45 million pounds of reinforcement steel. It's it's one of those things where, like, it's so huge, it's so massive. Even when you're standing on top of it, it's hard to really grasp the full scale of yeah, it. Yeah, it's so, it's intense, dude. Like, it's... the concrete is actually still curing to this day. Yeah, it's that's, still drying. That's nuts. And, that's great. I don't know if you guys, either of you guys read this neat little fun fact, but... It's said that the Hoover Dam will be the last thing standing. Yeah, I know. Uh, uh, one of the last remaining our structures. He, our, our existence. Yeah, definitely. And uh, the the way that they found that out that the cement is still drying is that they did take a core sample, and it was like fairly fairly recently. But yeah, they said that in about a hundred years from now, it'll be the strongest that it will ever be. And then so it's still getting stronger. That's wow. Nuts. That's cool. Yeah, and it's estimated <laughs> so that cool. it will crumble in somewhere around ten thousand years. Wow. Yeah. Well, and with something so massive and so huge on like a scale like that, it's one of those things where yeah, it makes sense that there are going to be theories, conspiracies, creepy stories. It's just one of those things. It's it, it seems like it just it attracts that. You know what I mean? Even yeah. though there isn't a whole lot of proof or anything like that, it's, it's just, inevitable. Yeah. People look at it and they're like, that's fucking weird. It's huge. It's it's just... Well, especially when you take into account the fact that so many people died during its construction. You know, you're going to assume that there's going to be ghosts there. It's actually one of the oldest urban legends. It alleges that workers who fell into the wet cement are entombed in the dam itself. They claim the myth isn't true. However, there are between 96 to 112 people who uh, had fallen or become ill or some sort of casualty due to equipment, anything like that. So yeah, that that was actually an urban myth that perpetuated for a long time. People thought that there were workers like permanently encased in the Hoover Dam uh, because they fell into the cement and couldn't get out. And, the moans and groans. Uh, <laughs> it is. Whereas that is an incredibly romantic and terrifying uh, concept, it turns out that they were actually pouring the cement in pretty narrow, like, right. uh, uh, blocks. Yeah, two and an Or not narrow, but uh, shallow, excuse me. And, uh, yeah, it, it would have been pretty hard to fall into wet cement deep enough that you would have drowned. 
And they've also got records of every person that's died there and every person's body was retrieved. Right. Uh, plus, the structural integrity of the dam would be completely messed up if that had actually happened. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, is that it, there's not a lot that they could do, like, say, if someone fell into, like, a huge vat of cement, you know, like, besides trying to retrieve the body as quick as possible or whatever. I mean, obviously save them, is pri- uh, first of all, but if you can't, you want to get the body out because it's going to cause <laughs> structural issues in the cement. We're not going to save you, Jim, but don't worry, we'll get the body. <laughs> I hey, mean, man, your family knows that you'll be there forever. Your <laughs> legacy lives on with the dam. During the construction of the dam, 42 workers passed from pneumonia, which that ended up turning into conspiracy theories of carbon monoxide poisoning and there being a big cover-up with, like, you know, the the people running it and Yeah, the companies the that were funding yeah. it or, or whatever, you know, trying that to cover up, up and like, save their actually, asses. Like, is that has that been disproven? Or is that still something that's kind of, like, being batted around? Uh, I'm, it just says workers alleged that there was actual construction of the company covering up carbon monoxide poisoning so that they didn't have to pay damages for work-related incidences. Yeah, I think I, I vaguely remember uh, them, say, like, wherever I was reading this, saying something about, like, the claim of pneumonia uh, being the cause being a little bit weird or some, or unlikely or something like that. I don't remember the specifics, but there was something, there was some reason why it wasn't taken for face value that it was pneumonia. It does say uh, it, right here on this, I'm, I'm using the worldwide interwebs, it's uh, ranker.com. It says no one in the nearby town showed pneumonia symptoms, which is very suspicious given the official story. There you go. Okay, yeah. so that's why, because like you've got all of these workers who should be living in said town, and nobody in that town is showing signs of pneumonia. Yeah, that's pretty weird. So there is a ghost town that was flooded in Lake Mead, which is the lake that we ended up stopping and visiting at. Ryan and I love us a good ghost town. Yeah, I thought that was super cool. That was one of the things when I looked up, like, you know, I just was pulling out my phone, like, things to do in the area or whatever. And it said that scuba diving was very popular there because of there being a ghost town in Lake Mead. So Lake Mead is actually created because of the Hoover Dam. And it ran people out of that town to the point where, like, they said that, you know, they're not sure if there are people that stayed until it just completely flooded. They have records of, like, one of the last residents uh, boating off of it, like, getting away to go back to shore. Dude, that's super Um, cool. Yeah. I heard that uh, pretty much everybody had uh, moved out of there, um, and every business had been closed down, every house condemned, except for the post office, which was the last thing to, you know, to call it, basically. Yeah, see, this is all really cool. I I didn't realize I had thought uh that it was like uh an already ghosted town, <laughs> a town already <laughs> ghosted ghost town, town that was flooded. Um, no, and that's actually the really kind of like sad part is they knew for years that it was gonna happen, and they were basically just slowly waiting for right. for the water to kick them out. He says, in Nevada, the Great Flood isn't the only biblical reference. Uh, turns out the man-made creation of the Hoover Dam and Lake Mead in the 1930s led to the intentional flooding of St. Thomas. So, yeah, it actually... Um, the cool thing is, it uh, with water levels, especially being out in Nevada, we know that droughts obviously happen a lot. <laughs> 
um, the, the when the water level gets lower, the town will actually start to show itself. And, like, oh, no you kidding. can, like, go out and see it and everything, and you can see it from a distance on shore and stuff like that. Uh, there's also, uh, there's a, uh, a World War II plane, I believe, that had, was, like... Yeah, a bomber. Yeah, a bomber that was being, like, tested that had crashed in the lake there. So there's actually, uh, you know... Uh, wreckage of yeah, a bomber. Yeah, wreckage of the bomber. That you can dive down to, yeah. Yeah, that sounds pretty cool. I'm staring at Ryan's computer, kind of. I'm, I'm peeking. Don't cheat. I'm screen Don't cheat. <laughs> and uh, I gotta say, this is where it gets juicy. So satanic symbolism abound at the Hoover Dam. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> so the Hoover Dam itself makes a pretty good match with images of the throne of Satan. And now, I've looked this up a couple times, and you know, it's, it's one of those things where it always slips my mind, where like I can't really see it right now. And it always confuses me. I read that and I'm like, the fuck do you mean it looks like Satan's throne? Uh, and I, you know, I, there's like, there's towers that are around the dam itself. And I'm assuming those are like, you know, the the chairs, the throne's arms. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, it's kind of, I don't know. But so, well, it I mean, says it, here. The issue is that, it, that I, I feel that the issue is that they are claiming that a half circle or like a, a, a you know quarter circle is similar to something else that is shaped in a quarter circle shape. It's like yeah, it's the same yeah. shape, but you know that doesn't. I mean, I'd have to see like a side by side comparison to judge whether or not there's actually some you know some something there, or if they're just you know grasping at straws. So it also says that there are monuments of uh, angels, which it says fallen in parentheses. Colin and I, we've seen the statues. I'm not sure if I would say they look like fallen angels. No, they just kind of look like angels. Angels, and it's more like Egyptian style. I mean, if if you get what I mean, like if you're assuming that it's a satanic thing going on there, then yeah, you would assume they're fallen angels. But they just kind of look like angels. Angels. Uh, It says as well as a statue that makes a visual match with Baphomet. I didn't. I don't know where that was. I'm not sure if I saw that. I, yeah, I'm not sure on that one. I'd have. To... I'm not entirely sure either. It, this all makes me want to go back again just to like take a peek at everything. Um, I do remember that like big plaque at the beginning with like you know, I don't know a bunch of like a gold plaque with a bunch of inscription and stuff on it. But I don't think there was anything resembling Baphomet there. So I'd yeah. have to look closer. And I mean, we didn't see the whole thing either. We didn't take like a full tour. We didn't, you know, I don't it, know. It wasn't open for, like, the full tour when we no. were there. Oh, okay. Uh, it says, additionally, the logo of a German soccer club was projected out of the dam for one week in 2015. The logo pictures a goat over standing over Twin Towers. Uh, apparently, that fueled the conspiracy oh, theory. yeah, of course it heavily. did. Oh, a massive goat. Standing over two, uh, two towers, yeah, I mean, come on, man. It sounds like you're well, fucking with people at that point. Basically, uh, people thought that that was them trying to, like, sneakily put Baphomet on the front of the Hoover yeah, Dam. Yeah, yeah. So, here's where it gets a little bit deeper with the whole satanic cult thing. One theory purports that the Hoover Dam will be used in conjunction with the CERN-Hardon Collider. Hey, John. Hey, oh, oh, hard on. 
Hadron Collider to open a wormhole from which demons will invade the Earth, presumably from the planet Saturn. Yes, of course. Where yes. else do demons come from? Yes, of course. Uh, something along the lines of the theory comes from some excerpts from the Quran. Uh, suggests that from the wormhole Gog and Magog will one day invade Earth and wreak havoc. Yeah, mentionables. Uh, I hope you're you're uh, you know able to wrap your mind around this. <laughs> I know I'm. Yeah, young. and uh, you know the the problem is like there's not a whole lot of source material for these conspiracies. There's not a whole lot of like anything really which is unfortunate because it's a fascinating concept and i want somebody to really right. flesh this out yeah, even right. if it's a bunch of bull definitely pretty fascinating so the theory also points to portal references in pop culture as well as the statue of shiva goddess of destruction outside the, the uh, outside of the cern building holy whoa <laughs> yeah i don't know Poor demon, demonic portals opening in the Hoover Dam sounds pretty cool, but uh, I mean, it's Nevada, right? It's the desert. It's hot, right? Yeah, it'd be like the place where they'd be most comfortable. The only thing that I could find in my digging for that, uh, as far as I could tell, anyway, is that this all sp- came from a projection that they put on the dam. I don't know if you guys saw this video. Uh. Uh-uh. So it it uh, it was really cool. It was very neat, and it's like I guess it's one of the biggest like projection light shows that they've uh, you know that's ever been done or whatever. Um, but it showed at one point where the the dam like opened up, and it showed a turbine, and it was spinning, generating electricity, and like if you wanted to be really weird about it, yeah, it kind of looked like some sort of like portal or whatever. Uh, oh, okay. It was huh. really just showing a turbine. And it looks exactly, it looked, it didn't look any like weird or anything like that. It looked exactly like a turbine that is inside of the Hoover Dam and it was just generating electricity. I feel like that's where all of that conspiracy came from. No shit. Like just somebody saw a giant turbine on the Hoover Dam and they're they're like, yep, the portal demons. They're trying to tell us something. CERN. (laughs) (laughs) Is this a Nick Cage movie? (laughs) Yeah, right. What is this, National Treasure? Yeah, exactly. A suspected serial killer once worked as a guard at the dam. Uh, the Ooh. the security guard was eventually fired um, after assaulting a sex worker in 2015, but police believe he was responsible for the slayings of multiple women in nearby Las Vegas. I don't believe he was ever charged or convicted, though. Uh, he I mean, was it didn't sound like suspect. it from the story. And, and that was it. That was it. That is kind of creepy, though. I mean, re- whether or not he did it, I guess. I mean, it would be way creepier if he actually did. Uh, so you you mentioned Nick Cage a moment ago, and I can't help but mention this really ridiculous post I saw on a uh, Reddit forum. People were, like, tossing back and forth different conspiracy theories regarding the dam, and there wasn't a whole lot of substance there, but I did find this really awesome post... This guy says that he believes that he's found a conspiracy tied to Half-Life 3, the video game, which, uh, if you're a Half-Life fan, you know hasn't come out yet. It's a, it's a theoretical game that a lot of people are hoping for. He says, he, here's the conspiracy. Jack the Ripper killed people in 1888, 29 years after 1859. I first discovered this thread 
in January 2014, 29 years after 1985. So there's something big involved with 29 years and 11 years, enlargement of the EU 2004. 29 times 11 is 319. 319 years before 2015 is 1696. I was born in 1996, 300 years after 1696. Galileo died 300 years to the day before Stephen Hawking was born. The Illuminati was founded in 1776, 80 years after 1696. Uh, 80 years after 1776 is 1856, which is three years before 1859. Half-Life 3 confirmed. What the fuck? Plus three I am equals God. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like the most absurd Is this like national Jim Carrey's twenty three? And then you've got the yourself fuck? an I am construct. <laughs> oh yeah, and I forgot I about construct. that guy. That was from one of our Reddit quests. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Another strange one. A father and son died on the same day, fourteen years apart, while working on the Hoover Dam. It's also reported that they were the first and the last deaths that had happened on the, while the construction of the Hoover Dam was happening. And I looked this up thoroughly, and I'm pretty sure that is accurate. The yeah, first. No, I definitely read that same thing. Yeah, that that's insane, dude. Yeah, like dude. that's just too weird to be true. Yeah. So his strange. father died at the very beginning of the uh, the project, and then the last person to die before it finally was operational uh, was his son. Isn't that just weird? Doesn't that kind of make you feel like maybe they just knew too much? Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. definitely knew too much. Oh, that's like, weird. I had hadn't go. even gone. I hadn't thought about it that way, but that's pretty freaky. Yeah. Like, they killed his dad. But and like, then the kid eventually figured out yeah. that there was something fishy going on with his dad. But then they death. made him slave away and work for him, and they're like, we'll let you go as long you as see, you keep working. Man, but then the Hoover Dam was almost done, and they were like, we should probably take care of this loose end we have here. <laughs> <laughs> and next thing you I know, mean, boom, 14 years apart, same day, father, son. You know, what are these conspiracy theorists doing, really? You know, like, we found all of these theories, and we're, we're all agreed that we didn't really find much substance to them. We're making, we're backing up theories right now, and we're yeah, not even on yeah. board with it. I mean, that conspiracy sounds pretty believable to me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we don't even have to look up stuff. We'll just make up our own conspiracy theories. Uh, speaking of, <laughs> I didn't make this up, but it sounds pretty made up. <laughs> Apparently, there have been reports of giant catfish in Lake Mead and uh, urban legends of a catfish actually eating a diver hole. Oh, it what? was such a monstrous catfish. It was able to just eat him right up. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Colin. Well, I'm not going scuba diving in Lake Mead ever. So. That probably has <laughs> to do with the radioactive spill coming out of Hoover Dam. It's getting washed out into Lake Mead. Along with a little bit of, like, you know, a weird dimensional mutation from, from the, the demon, demon portal. God damn, dude. So you've got, like, a weird radioactive demon fish, Cat, catfish. Demon catfish. That demon tracks. Demon catfish. Hey, did you guys uh, did you guys find anything on uh, the jumpers? So I did find a little bit about you know apparitions of jumpers and stuff like that, but uh, nothing super solid. No like uh, first person ghost stories or anything. Yeah, nothing like crazy. That. Yeah, I had just I had read a little blurb that said that there were a lot of jumpers uh, at the Hoover Dam, and I didn't really look into it. And I was just wondering if you guys had come up with anything, but. Um, yeah, it, there are a lot of jumpers. I mean, it's one of those monuments that just kind of attracts that, that sort of thing for some reason. 
I mean, it's unfortunate, but it's kind of unavoidable. Apparently, they went like one year without any suicides, and then uh, I think the next year after that, they had like three or something like that. To wrap up, you know, at least uh, Ryan and I's research, uh, there were a lot of stories about missing tools and equipment being messed with uh, to the (laughs) point where workers thought that ghosts were trying to sabotage the dam. There was, like I said earlier, apparitions of uh, men in old-timey clothes, uh, footsteps being heard in the corridors down under Hoover Dam, which, I mean, that one is chilling to me yeah that one is probably the freakiest that would creep me out unfortunately i couldn't find any like ask me anything reddit feeds or anything from security guards or people who had been down there i couldn't find any interviews any movies probably some hard ndas it it makes me you might be right but it makes me uh you know really want to dig into that a little deeper You, you know maybe when we have some you know, more resources and more money to play around with, you know, try and actually find somebody who could give us a first person account of something that happened at the Hoover Dam. Yeah, that that would that would be awesome. Uh I do have a funny little anecdote. Uh there was a guy who didn't ask me anything, uh, who had been into like the depths of the Hoover Dam. He was recording some stuff for like uh, I think he said like news or like some corporate video or something like that. I don't even remember what he was recording for, but he was shooting all of the the film and everything for it. He said at one point he was down where the turbines and stuff are, and they had kind of had no choice but to set up their equipment in the control room so that they could get the right shots. And a guy walked up to him and was like, hey, I just wanted to make sure you're doing all right. And he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm good. And he's like, you need a glass of water or anything? He's like, no, I'm, I'm good, thanks. And why do you ask? And he's like, well, you know, I just wanted to make sure you're not feeling woozy or, for, or anything like that for any reason at all because that lever right behind you if you were to accidentally bump into it for any reason, would shut off Utah. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> Jesus So Christ. he's just like... Like one of those movie moments where the entire city goes... Well, the yeah. entire state goes out? Yeah, just... Yeah, that switch behind you, bud, that's Utah. Don't fuck it up. <laughs> that's Utah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So the place that you guys were at, at the Hoover Dam, I'm kind of assuming was the Monument Plaza. Yeah. Yes. Although, yeah, I I wasn't really sure on that, but the way that you guys were describing it, particularly uh, like the map on the ground, uh, that was kind of what led me to believe that that's where you guys were or whatever. I just wasn't sure, but the plaza is where the statues are located, uh, and there's a... (laughs) "Quote unquote celestial map of axial precession." Yeah, right. When uh, we saw that, we were ground. like, "What? <laughs> what the fuck is this?" Yeah, and uh, maybe you guys uh, have possibly heard it by another name, the procession of the equinoxes. I feel like people would be more familiar with that title, uh, but same thing. And all that really means is uh, the kind of wobble of the Earth uh, and its axis. It doesn't stay in the same spot. It's kind of like a top where the top uh, and bottom kind of wobble yeah, around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a quick little unrelated tangent, but uh, did you guys know that 
our North Star uh, Polaris wasn't always and won't always be the North Star. Yeah, no, that's like slowly drifting away from being a true North. Yeah, yeah, I didn't realize that. That was just something that I like figured out when I was looking up the you know the procession of equinoxes and stuff. A lot like of that. Uh, a lot of astronomy going on over there. Yeah, yeah, um, I just thought that was super interesting. I just thought, wow. So, so yeah. Anyway, three thousand years ago, apparently it was something else, and another you know thirteen thousand years it'll be something else. But that's crazy. So really, what the map is showing though is uh is that you know that axis that we're on and that then gives uh anyone who were to discover it any civilization or aliens possibly that were to find it you know that would be a map that would show our location and our uh spot in time or at least give them an idea of where we are oh, in time. Oh, correct. So they would be able to see, like, this is when the Hoover Dam was right, built. So, this is when these people existed. So there's a huge star where the Hoover Dam was built, and it actually, that star actually has, um, like, different, like, it has, like, if I'm not mistaken, like, stars and other things around it. Like, so the, the, the star they marked at large is Polaris, and then they put, like, constellations around it, to so show them you, what time in our star map we you, were at. You would be able to scientifically nail down the year that right. that map was put there. Absolutely. Right. And, and, and all you would, I mean, that's assuming that whoever were to find it has, like, you know, the capable uh, intelligence to decode that or to read it or whatever. But really, it's kind right. of a basic uh, uh, diagram that would show anybody, you know, almost exactly where we are and when we are in time and space. And as I mentioned with the the angels having kind of like an Egyptian feel, so that star map actually has it marked back, uh, you know, I forget whatever years it was or whatever, but it actually has another large marking to show the, the, the north point, the north star, for when the Egyptians were building the pyramids. Oh. And then even furthermore, there's another mark for... The, 13, 12 or 13,000 years later where our Polaris will no longer be the North Star and the next star Vega, yeah. will be yeah, will be our North Star. So he's actually got this mapped out for thousands of years into the past and thousands of years into the future. So there's like no mistaking it Correct. If, if you were yeah. to be able to read it. The yeah. only the only I guess thing weird. that I'm not clear <laughs> on 100% is the fact that if the procession is kind of uh, is is a loop wouldn't they they'd be able to kind of tell where we are but wouldn't they it, it would they wouldn't be able to pinpoint what 26,000 you know year period that they're looking at right well i feel like if you're using the tilt of the axis in tandem with that you're you're probably going to get it uh, i yes. feel like it, we're the experts chances here of that obviously lining up we know exactly what we're talking slim. about I'm not a fucking genius, you know. <laughs> no, <laughs> that know is all I mean? really cool, especially you know the the Egyptians and the pyramid portion of it. I feel like that definitely gives way to a lot of conspiracy, and you know. Oh yeah. Well, of course, it's like you come walking up and you're like, "What the fuck is this Star Trek Wars shit? What is going on?" Yeah, no, well, I mean, I immediately turned into the guy from Ancient Aliens on the History Channel, <laughs> yeah. just like aliens. <laughs> Right, right. But I mean, the fact that, uh, no, absolutely. And that is kind of, I mean, that is essentially what led to this episode. Uh, but, you know, I, I felt that I immediately could write it off like, okay, we've got a map of space and time and a structure that is going to be here for 10,000 years. That, that all makes sense. 
But then you add, like, pyramids and stuff like that into the equation and, like, Masonic symbolism, which I kind of, like, read a bunch about. Like, it all kind of, like, definitely then opens up avenues for conspiracy theorists to just kind of go haywire. Um, well, and if you think about it, the pyramids, I mean, have lasted quite a long time. If they were built at the same time as the dams, they might actually, like, be around almost as long as them. Yeah, maybe that's know. what he was implying. Maybe he was, like, maybe, you know, like, that's just it. Is like, why did this dude feel compelled to put that kind of star mapping and work these angels, these these huge sculptures, like, was it really just like some dude was like, this is a huge United States government project, and I want to be a part of it, and this is what I do for I art. mean, it's like the the I was here stamp, you know? Yeah, it's like yeah but the... it's still just so strange. Like, you could have just put I was here, like most, like, you, you know, most of us assholes would do in the cement, the wet cement. To me, it's genius, because that's the one thing that we're missing with the pyramids, is like, you know anything beyond just the the structure itself we don't have a whole lot of information right. orientation that things dude was like a that, fucking you know alien. definitely but not a whole lot of like you know it doesn't you can't you're if a civilization an alien civilization were to find the pyramids they weren't they, they wouldn't be able to pick up as much information as they would from this this mural or whatever you call it on the ground yeah that dude's an alien, and that's his calling card. No. It's where they're supposed to land. Absolutely. He's definitely <laughs> kind a of a little bit weird. landing pad. Um, so I don't know. You guys referenced a, a plaque a couple of times, and I have a, a feeling that this is probably the plaque that you were talking about. Uh, but this is a description of the plaza by Oscar J.W. Hansen, the artist of Monument Plaza himself. These human postures may be matched to their corresponding reflexes in terms of angle and degree, much as one would join cams in a worm gear drive. Yes! (laughs) There is an angle for doubt, for sorrow, for hate, for joy, for contemplation, and for devotion. There are as many others as there are fleeting emotions within the brain of each individual who inhabits the earth. Who knows not all these postures of the mind if he were would but stop to think of them as usable factors for determining proclivities of character. It is a knowledge bred down to us through the past experiences of the whole race of men. So yeah, he's he's a little bit weird. A cow must graze, <laughs> yes. What a nerd. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um just his voice in in that paragraph is just it's kind of as a writer, uh, and not me, as a him as a writer, you know, I mean, it's just kind of odd, all of it. So, like, that kind of feeds into the whole, the weird statues, the weird map, you know, all of it. Blizzard people. I do love, like, the, uh, the kind of, like, fantastic or romantic aspect of the end of that, you know. He's talking about how, like, this is all of the knowledge of mankind up until now used to build one of the largest, most impressive structures that humankind has ever seen. Yeah, you it's know, kind of, I mean, that's I, a really cool. good point. Depending on how much of the, the Hoover Dam is actually left, if it were to be discovered and we were to have disappeared off the Earth, you know, not only could they find where we were and uh, when we were, but they could also see what we were capable of because that is a huge right. feat of engineering. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there there were engineering tactics. Uh, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is. Like, uh, there were methods. Of, methods. Thank you. Methods, there were engineering yeah. methods that were you know created in the construction of right. Hoover Dam, which I mean, with something that huge and innovative, it's kind of have to. It's a big deal. Right. It's a big thing. Yeah, yeah, like you guys said, uh, you know, you had some like fun uh, little statistics about, uh, you know, how tall it is and all of that stuff. Uh, I didn't really get to slip it in there, but uh, it is uh, 660 feet thick at its base. And <laughs> this one's cool. Uh, equal to a four foot wide sidewalk wrapping completely around the earth at the equator. Holy crap. Whoa. That's how much so cement So if you were to take all of the concrete from the Hoover Dam, you could walk around the center of the earth <laughs> on a four-foot-wide sidewalk. <laughs> Why have we done that? <laughs> Get somebody on the logistics of this, dude. Work it out. That's the next big one. <laughs> a sidewalk that spans the entire globe. So I found... um. I found when I found it, I thought I had stumbled upon a big mystery for us for, you know, like a good juicy uh, story for us to, to talk about. But really, it was very uh, scientifically explained and, and it was easy to come up with the answer. But Hoover Dam led to several hundred tremors in the 1940s. And this is apparently really? completely normal for dams. The reservoirs created by dams can trigger quakes because of adding the weight to the Earth's crust. And lubricating the fissures of the faults, apparently. I don't know what half of that meant. But <laughs> Weird. Uh, so basically what you're telling me is it's demon portals. Demon portals. Yep. Exactly. Slowly opening up. Yeah, or possibly uh, the I had seen a lot about aliens. Uh, claims that uh, the Hoover Dam is actually the true Area 51. And, uh, of course, just absolutely nothing nothing to back that up but uh, we can just imagine you know uh as long as we're imagining we can imagine a subterranean complex the size of new york city existing underneath the hoover dam i mean i could see it it's big enough that you could probably pull something like that off i mean they had to build like uh giant uh pipes under it that were like something ridiculous like three miles long if you were to put them all together so I mean, it's uh, there's obviously like it, the whole project in in general was like a huge engineering feat. So something like that isn't like that far out of the realm of possibility, right? you know? Yeah, I if guess, they can but... build the dam itself, they can sure as hell build an underground city. Right, right. Uh, so what if like say that the aliens, this is really true, Area Fifty One, you know, and the the Area Fifty One that we know is you know a distraction then wouldn't it make sense that the you know the Hoover Dam is capable of producing levels of energy high enough to power alien technology and worm uh, <laughs> wormholes portals yes absolutely yeah, yeah except for like if we can so it's power in LA and Utah and yeah especially and a Utah. stargate and, and a stargate you're telling me <laughs> <laughs> that's just too much it's just too much. <laughs> it's about it's about twenty amps too much. They blew a circuit and they were like, we're, "We'll figure it out later." Yeah, uh, Ryan, you mentioned the uh, the throne uh, of what Satan, I think you said, and uh, you know those similarities. Well, I was surprised that you didn't mention the obvious references to Madonna's 2012 Super Bowl halftime show, which blatantly involved Illuminati symbolism. 
most recognizable oh, yes, of, of those being references to the throne of Alcone. Um, yeah, if, if you don't know what I'm talking about, I, I, I don't either. I'm pretty sure a flat earther. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure a flat earther on YouTube was uh, where that one came from. So, <laughs> grain of salt at best. Um, <laughs> there's uh, this one I wanted to tell you guys about. Uh, there were a lot of there was a lot of talk about like the Denver airport and connections with the Hoover Dam. Now, I didn't look into it a whole bunch, but apparently the Denver airport's got some mysterious stuff going on. Oh, Denver airport's got a bunch of mysterious shit going on, including just the way that it's designed. Interesting. Really? Yeah. Like, yeah so all like, sorts of shit. People have huge concerns. Do they have, like, theories. a never-ending staircase? Well, if I'm not mistaken, <laughs> Denver airport's, like, one of the largest international airports. I mean, I believe that. And... So yeah, anyway, we're not talking about the Denver airport today, but maybe uh, possibly a mentionable (laughs) mystery in the future, uh, something to look into, who knows. I read that there was a closure during World War II, so of the Hoover Dam, so there was, obviously it was still operational, but it was no longer open to the public during World War II, and this was due to it being targeted by the Nazis. Yeah, that makes sense, yeah. And, you know, that, I found all sorts of stuff, you know, saying that, you know, did the Nazis learn of the U.S. hidden alien technology at Hoover Dam? Is that why they needed to or wanted to destroy it and all of that? And it's like, yeah, or maybe it's because it was an extremely strategic target, you know, due to the, all the power and water that it supplies, not to yeah, mention yeah. the destruction caused by trillions of gallons yeah, of water surging It makes, the like, dam. total sense as to why they would target that, but people are just like, well, it's got to be because of aliens, aliens, right? right, yeah. They found mermaids at the bottom. And so my personal favorite, this is really, like, this one, I felt like this really brought everything all together. The mystery of the Hoover Dam soda can. Uh, I saw a YouTube video with this guy, and he's he's he, uh, reaching over a rock ledge and taking a video of this uh, Mountain Dew can that looked really old. And he's like, how long has it been there? Nobody knows. And that was it. <laughs> Just, like, sitting on a ledge, like, off, like, over the edge of the dam. Yeah. I mean, not of the dam itself. It was, like, a rock ledge. You know, there's, it's, like, in the mountains or whatever, in a canyon. So, yeah, there's, like, rocks and stuff everywhere. He just kind of, like, reached over and took a little shot of a Mountain Dew can. And, uh, yeah, the mystery of the Hoover Dam soda can, it's still not been solved to this day. (laughs) Some say you can still hear the owner of that Mountain Dew can... Smoan and groan? Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Crawling around in the middle of the night looking for his Mountain Dew. (laughs) There's honestly just, there's a fuck ton of weird shit with Nevada. There's plenty of like Native American lore. There's tales. It's the desert. It's the Wild West. There's, you know. Nevada is ripe for the weird and paranormal. Yeah, dude. Tons of shit out there. I've even got my own personal story. Honestly, I think we're going to visit Nevada again for the Mentional Mysteries. I think there's enough to talk about beyond the Hoover Dam. I mean, you've got your own stuff that you can talk about. Yeah, I got a little personal story. So I think we'll, we'll touch back in on that sometime soon, but... Yeah, uh, for now, you know, this is Not to Mention Podcast. You can catch us every Thursday at 6 a.m. on pretty much every major streaming service. Don't forget to stop through and give us a rating. Hit the, you know, find the little stars, the little check mark, whatever it is. Leave us a little review. 
do all the likes and subscribes. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we've got a Facebook. We've got an Instagram. Who doesn't, right? Uh, I didn't yeah, until recently, seriously. but that's beside the point. Uh, make sure and go to our, our Instagram and our Facebook. Make sure and follow us. And you can check up on, you know, everything that's going on with us for uh, every week. And don't forget to check out our website, www.nottomentionpodcast.com. And if you have any quests, comments, or concerns, you can send those to nottomentionpod at gmail.com. I'm Ryan. I'm Colin. And I'm Josh. And this is Not To Mention Podcast, and all I'm fucking saying is there is no goddamn way that Clark Griswold climbed up the Hoover Dam. <laughs> Not possible. Not possible. <laughs> Saw how smooth that shit is, dude. There's no way. There's no way he free soloed that. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys.